0: What on earth are you doing?
1: I have to find my daughter.
0: Well, I'm sure if she's in the toilet, then he might want to let her finish.
1: But we have to leave
0: now. I think we might be under attack. And why would you think we're under attack, Robert? The phone lines have been cut. Cut? Yes, them are not working. Well, maybe one of the lines is down. The phone company's probably fixing them as we speak. Right.
1: I was walking down the corridor, and then someone threw something at the glass, I think it was a milkshake or something, and then they wrote in it, you're dead! Hello and welcome to another episode of That's a Random, a Random Movie Podcast. I'm Heath Lambert, my guest this episode, back again, is this your second time or third time?
0: Uh, second time. Okay,
1: couldn't remember. Christy Buffington, aka that horror witch, which you should... Go and look for and listen to and enjoy yourself. And we are talking about The Expelled, a.k.a. F, just the letter F, depending on... It appears that it came out under the name F in 2010 and then was sort of re-released in 2013 as The Expelled because they had three years to figure out that, like, oh, it's impossible to search for on the internet because it's the letter F. And it also makes it really easy for critics to be like... This movie's an F or F this movie or, you know.
0: Yeah, that's what it kind of felt like.
1: <laughs> so they didn't they didn't think that one through very well.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't think so. It definitely gave the early 2010s vibes and I was like, okay, like this maybe I would put this on if I were, you know, wanting background noise or if I was bored or something. I uh, it wasn't terrible. I just really, I don't know. It just, I was expecting more.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not the,
0: It's not bad. Yeah.
1: It's perfectly watchable and, and yeah. sort of enjoyable. It's just, but it's just kind of there. Like there, there's a reason yeah. that you've never heard of it. You know, because <laughs> it's just kind hey. of, it's a movie that exists and it's not, you know, it's not bad. <laughs> it's just, there's not much to it. Yeah. But at an hour and 18 minutes, I'll take that. Yeah. Any day of the week. That's a breeze. Yes. Uh, It's directed by a fella named, I don't know if it's Johan or Johannes Roberts. who went on after, I mean, did well enough, I guess, that it got him other work because he did both those 47 Meters Down movies. He did Ah. that terrible Strangers sequel, Pray Mm -hmm. By Night or whatever it was called else he did uh and welcome to raccoon city that last resident evil movie that came out which i have not seen yet but i can't imagine is great
0: (laughs) Uh, i haven't heard good things about any of the resident evil sequels so you're probably right with that
1: (laughs) but i don't know that first 47 meters down is 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 all right it's pretty it's an interesting i don't know if i've seen the second one or not
0: but i still have to see that one
1: so he's got a bit of a career this didn't hurt him by any means it, it seems to me like it's a part of the real yeah those early 2010s in england specifically had that real mm-hmm. like hoodie horror
0: yes like it's like this
1: and like eden lake and you know where anybody in a, oh you know teenagers oh no anybody in a hoodie which of course when it came that panic came to this country it immediately became i don't know if it was racist over there it sure as fuck was over here probably so yeah so that doesn't age terribly well (laughs) necessarily just the idea of like like that's your serial killer costume it's not masked it's not it's just hoodies oh no yeah the the youths
0: i even even have them in my notes as hoodies because i was thinking of hot fuzz i'm like yeah hoodie (laughs) and yeah it's just oh no terrifying teenagers running amok well what else
1: can you call them because they're not yeah. characters of any sort. Like we get no, apart from teenagers scare the living shit out of me, apart from that, right. <laughs> you get no, you don't know why they're doing this, why they're yeah. killing people, why they're, ta- I mean, is yeah, it, there's is Yeah, really
0: it, no answers?
1: Is it kids who were expelled? Is that why it's called the expelled? We don't know. <laughs> we have No clue. Yeah. They don't say that. So it's no, your guess. Is they don't is good really,
0: they don't really build up on that as to like, what's going on? Is this like, like, what, how did this all start? You know? So, I kind of wish I would have seen that, like at least a scene of like a group of these hoodies get together and want to, you know, terrorize the school or the whole neighborhood. So I don't know.
1: Um, I guess the idea is it's scarier in a, much like the strangers, if you don't know who these people are or why they're doing it, or they have no reason for doing it. Because you were home, right? That's the line. True. So, but it doesn't make them terribly compelling. And also doesn't tell me where they got all their ninja skills, because these guys... Yeah. Are climbing around the <laughs> ceiling of this place. like they never walk on the ground. They're always like up on top of lockers, parkouring off yeah. of pipes. Like, what is mm-hmm. this? <laughs> it's a a little silly, maybe, but I've seen worse. <laughs> yeah, I don't. This shouldn't take too long. There's not a whole lot to it. I don't have a ton of notes, so we yeah, right I don't. It. I
0: don't really have that many notes either. I was just pretty much jotting down everything that was going on and then some of my thoughts about it. Because I did feel bad for Mr. Anderson the whole time. I was rooting for him, except for him being a jerk to his daughter. But at the same time, I did kind of find myself going like, guy, just leave. Just leave this whole school. Something's not right. Get the hell out of there and don't look back. Like, fuck everybody else.
1: <laughs> yeah, he is an interesting sort of semi-complex character for such a show. You know, for with a... For what we're given, mm-hmm. but I do think he's a bit of a like I said that that hoodie whore that sort of satanic panic kind of thing that was going on. He's very much yeah. kind of a stand in for like see, we're right. <laughs> they are scary. They yeah. the kids are you know dangerous and because nobody will listen to him. He's you know yeah he has this track record of kind of being the boy who cried wolf with this stuff but this time he's right you know yeah <laughs> so that's i don't know that that's the moral you want to set <laughs> to I the audience so. of like see your paranoia is justified Mm-hmm. and there's, a, there's something kind of quaint about because if this was set in america it would just be a school shooting right yeah it would just, yeah. like, it'd be one kid would come in and kill 15 people by himself from across the room. hmm And so there's something kind of quaint and homey about, like, it takes a pack of them, and they get up close, and they're just using, like, they're killing you with fire hydrants and, <laughs> like, you know.
0: Box cutters. That
1: almost feels, like, nice and reassuring compared to reality yeah. here, you know, so.
0: Well, That's why I thought it was hilarious how when um, the security guards, they weren't taking Mr. Anderson seriously about his concerns. And they're like, well, what do you want us to do? Do you want us to have uh, gun detectors and have cameras everywhere? And I'm thinking like, really? Because that's cool (laughs) in America, you know, that was just the norm after You know columbine and everything it was just normal to have a security guard right when you walk in you pretty much would go through the metal detectors and you know have cameras on you at all times it was just and you would always kind of worry if oh is today going to be the day that there's going to be a shooting like we had kids that would you know say stuff but they would pretty much get on top of it and you know close the whole school down put it in lockdown we even went through a lockdown when someone had pepper spray like that was enough for kids so
1: yeah so mr anderson is a teacher who learns the very valuable lesson talk shit, get hit because yep. he not content to just give this kid an f he's gonna sort of berate him and mock him about it in front of the whole class which is not cool so he kind of has what's yeah. coming to him But this kid rushes over the class and headbutts his teacher and breaks his nose, which, I mean, I don't know. I'm maybe kind of on the kid's side on that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't understand the whole feeling the need to humiliate a kid in front of the whole class. You know, like, pull him aside, talk to him. If you can't, okay, you're going to the principal now. You know, not calling him pretty much like an idiot in front of everybody. Like, you kind of do deserve to get headbutt at that point. But then the rest of the stuff that happens to him, I'm like, okay, this is this is a bit much now.
1: Yeah. And maybe this is where F in the title comes from. Because I guess over there, or at least at this school anyway, this sort of, I don't know if it's a private school or what, everybody's in uniform. So, well, I guess they do that yeah. at every school over there, maybe. So, I don't know. I don't know enough about it
0: Yeah. I think they, they do that over there. It's all. Uniforms and whatnot.
1: Yeah, because they mentioned he's sort of go is put on forced leave because there's even though he was the one who got <laughs> smashed in the face, the student's parents are threatening to sue him and sue the school and mm-hmm. whatever else. So he's sort of put on forced leave for a bit. Yeah, and the principal lady is like, "We don't give Fs. Like, what are you doing? Why would you do that? You do RS for read submit or whatever, so they have another chance to do it. You don't just give a kid an F. So that's." quite different than here as well yeah unless that's just that school or sort of the fancier schools i don't know
0: yeah it seems yeah it seems like they give kids a little bit more slack over there because <laughs> over here i'm pretty sure they don't really unless they send you to summer school they're not really concerned they're like okay you got F. all right sucks for you
1: well and more and more nowadays there's you know there's ieps and spe- you know there's
0: yeah that's true they'll
1: work with especially you know kids with yeah learning needs or whatever but
0: or if there's a behavioral they're not afraid to give you an app, uh, as far as I know <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: they weren't afraid to give me one I mean that was a while ago but
0: right
1: <laughs> yeah we jump to 11 months later he's if he wasn't an alcoholic before he sure is now
0: <laughs> Yeah,
1: <laughs> there com- there's complaints kind of from other teachers that like I think he's sneaking booze into the school and drinking it on school property and he smells like wow. booze and he just he's looking real haggard He's been, Uh there's a divorce happening, or has happened. They moved pretty quick if it did. Maybe it's still in the process, but he's in his own place now. He's got the picture to to look at of the ex-wife and the daughter, but yeah, so his life has really been fucked up by this. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: From giving this This kid an nap. This one incident. Being mean about it.
0: And that's all it takes.
1: But he has clippings all over. He's a real, like I went in, I I was assuming he's the killer of this movie. (laughs) That's
0: what I i really thought that for a minute there i'm like oh okay this makes sense he's upset so now he's gonna go on a rampage and i kind of i would have liked to see that (laughs) you know kind of like like a revenge thing for him
1: yeah i suppose that that that, that, for them at the time that doesn't really fit the narrative of like look out look out for kids (laughs) yeah (laughs) But uh, but yeah, because he's got like a serial killer. He's got all these news clippings laying around of like, not just what happened to him, but like, oh, at this other school in England somewhere, like six students killed a teacher. All these incidents of violence. So he's very, he's gone down a rabbit hole during his depression and drunkenness and divorce and all this stuff like he's really obsessed with like no teenagers are bad news (laughs) well they're all coming to get us
0: and i don't know if it was because he mentioned going to court and everything with administration and i want to know did he end up going to court and then he lost so it's even more of a shameful thing for him because i saw that was on one of the newspaper clippings of you know oh um something about like uh ruled in favor of the student in the court case and i'm like so he took it that far of this whole thing i would have you know power me i would have resigned i'm like no screw this whole district i'm gonna go somewhere else or i just don't even want to deal with teenagers anymore but that's just me It probably would have ended the whole movie right there
1: yeah, for him to go back to teaching is a pretty... I guess if that's all you know how to do, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you put that I much so. into, of and, your and career yeah. into it to bail on yeah. it is probably tough.
0: But in the same school, too, where everybody's looking down on him. Like you said, they're all accusing him of drinking at school. Oh, I could smell booze on him. Like, why? why is he even still around here? And even the principal has it out for him. Like, oh, I've tried to get rid of him, but the uh, the union won't
1: let me yeah she seemed to be kind of on his side initially back 11 months ago when he first got in trouble or whatever she seemed a lot more sympathetic but now you know 11 months of <laughs> having to deal with because he's sending out she yells at him about not yells but like because the British don't yell but they um yeah. <laughs> You know, she gets on him about like, don't send, he sent out some memo, like blasted it across the entire teacher network or whatever about like, look out for teenagers, they're coming to get us here. This happened here and this happened here. And she's like, "Look, send shit like that to me. Don't send that out to everybody. That's unprofessional and crazy. It's crazy. Don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. So, and he goes to like his little teacher cubbyhole mailbox and it's just full of stuff. So he's not doing his job
0: well. No. Anymore.
1: But he is also done, he's not taking any more chances like. He used to be clearly pretty strict in his class and had pretty good control over it. And now, because the principal's like, other teachers are complaining that there's a lot of noise coming from your room. Like, the kids are unruly and some of the language they're using and stuff. And because he's afraid to even say boo, he's afraid to even yeah. tell them, like, hey, quiet down. Because last time he, <laughs> I mean, it was an extreme circumstance, but last time, you know, he did, he spoke up to a student. It went, did not go well for him in a number no. of ways. So now no. he's just keeping his head down
0: down. yeah Yeah.
1: (laughs) before he goes into the school he's kind of meets with the now ex-wife or soon-to-be ex-wife whatever she is to talk about he's trying man he's trying she's like oh the you know the plumbing went out or whatever he's like i'll come over and fix it i'll get a book i'll read about it you don't have to pay for that i'll come over and fix it you know she's like hey so katie's their daughter she's like katie for your about your weekend with katie he's like Oh, no! You know I'm all over. Yeah, of course I'm all over. It. We'll go do. I was thinking of taking her to a play or something. And <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of heartbreaking, but yeah, the mom's like, oh no, she's wondering if she can instead of coming to see you for the weekend, if she can go take that time to go to the city and see a concert with her friends instead. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, I guess okay. <laughs> so his daughter kind of doesn't want anything to do with him anymore either.
0: Yeah,
1: and she is in his class. We'll come to learn. Well, she was eleven months ago as well, but
0: Yeah.
1: But it seems like that that doesn't that certainly doesn't happen here. You can't have your own kids in your class, that kind of fear of nepotism or like
0: Yeah, I feel like that would teach be conflict of interest.
1: <laughs> I mean unless it's absolutely like there's nowhere else that they can go or something. Right. Usually. Like we even had my kids as um, just their godmother who was just like a good friend of ours, was a kindergarten teacher in the kindergarten and they wouldn't let her teach them. You know, so
0: right. I mean, that was a long
1: time ago. But, <laughs> but yeah, his daughter's in his class as well, and she—he also now focuses because she's like the one kid he knows he can get away with talking to, yeah. however he wants, because it's his kid. So he kind of takes out whatever he wants to take out on all the other students, because the kid like throws something at him when he's trying to teach him King Lear or whatever. Mm-hmm. And instead of like he knows who did it, and he walks towards him, but instead of saying anything to that kid. like gives his daughter detention (laughs) he's taking all of his aggression and his students out on her because she's the one kid he can get away with it and knows it isn't probably gonna headbutt him or whatever
0: well that and and like she ends up saying later uh it's pretty much the only way that he's able to have time with her because otherwise she wants nothing to do with him she hates him like everybody else does it's like this guy has a target on his back and it Again, it doesn't make any sense for me that he's at this place where everybody thinks he's so horrible and they don't understand why he's still there and he he just seems so miserable too. So I'm like, all right, what the hell dude? Like he doesn't seem like a terrible guy aside from, you know, that humiliation and everything. (laughs) Goddamn.
1: Yeah. Or maybe, yeah, transfer to a different school maybe where you don't have that baggage and you can kind yeah. of start over instead of yeah being kind of the butt of everyone's everyone giving you side eye every time you walk in like I don't know
0: yeah but
1: he but he also has a stubbornness I think that it's like I'm not gonna let them beat me you know yeah maybe but yeah that's a good point yeah he does give her another read. it's it's kind of layers here it's it's interesting there's it's kind of a more interesting movie before the killers show up <laughs> yeah <laughs> because there's kind of layers to this guy and his relationship with his daughter and everything because yeah he's giving her detention also. Not only because she's the one kid he can he feels he can get away with this, but then she has to stay and be in a room with him (laughs) after school, which otherwise she wouldn't. And that's an interesting angle, too. I mean, it's a shitty way to treat her, but she's kind of turned into... She hasn't taken the divorce very well, either, because she's kind of turned into a real mean girl. (laughs) She doesn't treat him very well.
0: No, she... I honestly... I kind of felt like everyone's reaction to this was... Like... I kind of felt like it was a little much. There was a lot of anger with everybody with this guy. Like, you would have thought that he would have been the one who, like, maybe got on top of this kid and, like, beat the shit out of him. But no, it was like, he didn't even touch the kid, you know? It was him being an asshole of a teacher, sure. But I don't know. I just... I think he's... I I understand it with the daughter too but at the same time i'm like she needs to calm the hell down too
1: (laughs) yeah he's definitely team mom that's for sure (laughs) yeah (laughs) and yeah i think the school and the teachers and everything i think they were sympathetic towards him to start with they were probably all felt like i've been in that position where like you know and it's no student should be putting hands on you they were probably sided with him a bit but then 11 months of dealing with his increased paranoia and alcoholism and yeah. day like three times a day emails about news articles and shit like they're probably like this fucking guy if he didn't have tenure or whatever you know <laughs> get him out of here
0: I think that might have been the reason why he was you know kind of protected in a way like he had the job security so maybe that's kind of why the alcoholism got worse because maybe he figured out oh, well they can't fire me anyway, so screw it.
1: Yeah, he's definitely on like some thin ice, though. But he'd have to really fuck up to get straight yeah. out fired, I guess. Yeah, there are these two school security guards who sit in a booth with looking at monitors. There are five or six cameras throughout the school, yeah, uh, looking at stuff. And one of them goes outside and gets got. And so now we're off to the races. The action is starting. We don't see who's doing this, but he gets sort of clubbed and dragged off and locked in a dumpster and set on fire? And, like, right away, it's like, wow. This escalated. This, like, this turns into a bit of, like, a Saw movie almost at points. Like, the gore and... It's really elaborate and excessive for some teenagers in hoodies we're walking through. The, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. <laughs> again, they're, like, weird ninjas with... Because they're not content to just come in and, like, stab you or kill you. Like, they're gonna, like, make a hole to blow out of it and, like, really right. do gross shit. So... <laughs> But we'll ne- we don't know why. <laughs> we'll never know.
0: And the whole time, you don't. There isn't even a uh, a big reveal of any of these kids' faces. They're just kind of lacked out the whole time too. And I was kind of waiting on that. I was kind of hoping it was gonna be that kid who, in the beginning, you know, was kind of a little asshole. And uh, yeah, I was kind of hoping. It would kind of be a twist with that that oh yeah he he brought all his friends with him or something like that so but again it does it does kind of lean into the whole you know mysteriousness of it and there's really just no reason for it it's just teens and aggression and they're just they just don't give a fuck
1: (laughs) yeah it's random and yeah i know it would have been a cool twist if they'd all turned out to be girls that'd be something yeah something i don't know i'm looking for anything because it's I know. Just, just hooded a teenagers bit <laughs> with, yeah you can't see any of their face because they're obviously wearing something inside their hood is completely blacking out in an unnatural sort of way we see this one girl who's who's like a gym rat girl like she's stayed after school there's a number of people who the school is now shut down for the day but there are a number of people still left over some teachers katie of course because she's in detention with her dad the principal's there janitor security guards and then this other one other girl who's yeah she was working out and now she's gonna take a shower and stuff so that's the only other girl and we kind of keep cutting back to her walking around changing clothes for a movie that's only an hour and 18 minutes they definitely take their sweet time with some things like all, yeah. all the scenes with her go on a bit longer than they need to but i guess you're trying to get to an hour and 18 minutes instead of an hour and 10 or whatever so right <laughs> katie's doing nothing in detention but playing on her phone And he does not, like, I don't know what she's supposed to be doing instead, but he doesn't like that. So he comes and takes her phone away. Yeah. (laughs) which she's, of course, not happy about. And it winds up, they get in a screaming match, and she says something about, like, Mom is, like, you're so pathetic that, like, the only way you get to spend time with me is if you put me in detention, and we're better off without you, and Mom is happier now that you're gone than when you were there. And he slaps her in the face.
0: Yeah, which, again, I think that yeah no he he could have done without that he could have you know he had other options <laughs> instead of slapping her in the face I don't understand the whole him choosing to be an alcoholic and then wanting to spend time with his daughter so he puts her in detention then what's he do smacks her in the face and it's like well that's not gonna mend any fences anytime soon like if there was any kind of hope you had left you just killed that
1: yeah well, I mean, yeah, she's being horrible and rude, but you still don't
0: she slap was, your kid. But it still, still not yeah, and it's he's obviously he's
1: worry. very clearly instantly like feels bad about it. You know, he's not worried yeah. about getting in trouble about it. He's worried. He's like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. Like, I'm trying so hard to like mend this and build this bridge and find some connection with her, and I just threw that all out the window because my temper got the best of me. So, yeah, so she runs off calls her boyfriend Well, because he has her phone so she has to go to like the security desk or whatever and use their phone calls her boyfriend to come pick her up who she was making out with in class earlier in the day like when he gave her yeah. detention she just like inf- like while making like aggressive eye contact with her father is making out with this yeah. dude so she yeah. maybe has some issues too <laughs> <laughs> beyond just rebellion
0: yeah like a really weird like fuck you dad look i'm gonna make out with this kid in class that you probably don't even like <laughs>
1: Oh, for sure he doesn't like them. <laughs> But in the middle of the phone call, the phone's cut out. And the phone line, the landline to the school is dead. Presumably, we don't see that, but presumably because our killer or killers, as it will turn out, have cut the phone lines. And then there's a scene where she's in the bathroom looking in the mirror, looking at where he slapped her. And she's like, come on, damn you bruise. Like, she wants there to be, like, evidence of, like, I want everyone to see his handprint on my face so I can really like tear him down even further and it's not like apparently he didn't hit her hard enough because there's no bruise or anything and she's kind of mad that there isn't which is an interesting take on it
0: yeah yeah it's like she really wants him to just have it even worse at that school maybe even get fired finally like this is going to be the last straw now she won't have to deal with him anymore that's what I got out of it
1: yeah for sure He's. Well, they have these like long, this long hallway that's all like glass windows, and he's walking down it, and he sees or hears something down in the corner of his eye. And he's looking out the window, and then a milkshake comes flying and hits the window and scares him. And he says something to the principal later about. And then they wrote in it, "Your dad." Did that actually? Am I? Did I miss that? Because I don't remember that actually happening.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't remember them actually writing it, but I remember seeing it. Okay. And they wrote, "You're dead." And then apparently it was a milkshake involved. And yeah. I'm like, well, "Why is the milkshake detail even matters? The fact that there's a threat <laughs> scrawled on the window."
1: I'm guessing and
0: somehow he's the only one that sees it.
1: Yeah, I probably looked away to take notes. But I'm guessing the milkshake thing happens, hits the window, and then he walks off. And the next time he's walking by, they've written it or something, and I just missed that because there definitely nobody walked up and wrote in it right in front of him. So no. That's what I was a little confused about. Oh, the librarians also there after school. All of these teachers seem to not like their kids because <laughs> in a way, not to say that they have it coming, but yeah. they, because at first she seems really like she talks to Robert for Mr. Anderson, you know, fairly nicely. She doesn't seem to have any kind of grudge against him or whatever.
0: Yeah. yeah she's about, the only one who treats him like a person and seems kind of friendly with them. at least at, you know giving him basic respect and everything <laughs> and not like, oh, oh, I fucking hate you or whatever and like talking shit about him as soon as his back is turned. So she seems nice enough and I'm glad he has like at least one person in his corner and it seems like his ex-wife doesn't really hate him either. She's just kind of feeling just upset about the whole thing, you know?
1: Yeah, she's probably just tired and worn down. Like, just like, I yeah. can't deal with you anymore get your shit together and she yeah. doesn't seem completely closed off necessarily to the idea of like yeah no. maybe this will work out if you fix your shit but i don't know right we don't get enough time with her really to to know but yeah he's telling the librarian about the milkshake thing he's like have you seen katie she ran off i can't find her and he's like no she's not in here so he leaves and then the librarian hears like stuff getting knocked over moved around the library. And she's like, she's yelling at these kids like, "God, you kids don't deserve to even be at a school. Yeah. I'm like, wow, okay. You (laughs) took that a step. Yeah. She hates these kids too. (laughs) But she sort of gets stalked through the, yeah, and these these dudes in hoodies are climbing around the book not, silently hopping from ceiling? bookshelf to bookshelf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like what is this?
0: They're like ninjas. <laughs>
1: Very much. But now we see there's at least there's two of them cuz she sees one and then she turns and another one is up on the thing and she winds up getting dragged up into the like the pipes up in the ceiling and is hanging up there. She's dead. We don't see a lot of most of the killing happens takes place off screen, off screen. and then we just see like you know. the damage afterwards when people find it or whatever. Which could be a budgetary thing, could be a ratings thing, who knows. So Katie's boyfriend arrives. He's hurt. The two of them are hiding out in the bathroom. And Robert's about to, he's talking through the door. He's thinking she's in there. He's about to bust into the bathroom to find his daughter. And the principal comes up and is like, what, what are you doing? Why are you about yeah. to go in the girls' bathroom? And he's like, I think my daughter's in there. I need to, you know, I need to talk to her. I need to find her. And she's like, well, you can wait till she's done. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. And he's trying to tell her, like, <laughs> I was in, there's a milkshake that hit the window and somebody wrote your dad in it. I think we're under attack. And she's like, oh, here we go. This guy in his fucking paranoia. We're always mm-hmm. under attack, Robert. And he's like, the phone lines have been cut. And she's like, what do you mean? And he's like, the phone stopped working. And she's like, that doesn't mean that they're cut. <laughs> like, They might have just yeah. stopped working. But of course he's right. But yeah. so the principal goes in and the boy kind of scurries off but is definitely seen by the dad and the principal so they know what was going on. They weren't really doing anything in there. They were just kinda hiding out. But really, yeah. And then but Katie tells the principal, she's like, my dad hit She's like, Fucking what? Robert, really? (laughs) God damn it. Go home. Just go home. Yeah. Like we're done we're we're done. (laughs) This is the last straw. So she's gonna take Mm -hmm. Katie to the office to like tell her what happened, fill out a report or whatever. Cause maybe I don't know, maybe to the principal, this is her chance. Maybe she's like, finally, he fucked up in a way that I can
0: get yeah. him out of here. And she did, she did say that in a way. I think it was before she was calling uh, the one security guy, James. She was like, all right, your time's up, basically. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay, so she's been gunning for this guy ever since this incident. So I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay, so now this is like officially his last straw.
1: Well, I mean, he's a problem. He, if he's showing up drunk or at least smelling like he's drunk and sending out these weird, annoying everybody with his emails, like she's got to do something.
0: Not sending out grades when he should be. And... That,
1: that too. He's way behind on his grading and his work. So,
0: no, I get it. He probably
1: should go find a new line of work. Yeah. Take a He's interested in taking up plumbing. He wants to learn so he can go fix his Start doing that. Yeah. Because he was asking the librarian, like, dude, do, do, do we have any books here about plumbing? I need to go fix my ex-wife's toilet or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and the principal calls James, the security guard, and is like, hey, there's been an incident with Robert and his daughter. Like, he's done. donezo. He's, I told him to leave. Don't let him come back in here. If you see him, keep him out. And then we're back to the gym girl who after a weird, awkward conversation with James, the security guard, there's a couple of red herrings because for a while there, you're thinking maybe is James, the security guard, the guy who's doing this? Because he's just this real awkward, sort of creepy dude, especially the way yeah. he talks to this. I guess he's not doing anything overtly creepy, but even just like, you don't but need security guard, You don't need to be yeah, having a conversation like with a teenage girl at, her, at all. Yeah. Yeah. She's in like a tank top. Like she's in like looking pretty Work like gym here. shorts and like, yeah, wave. Say, you know, Hey, I'd, you know, better get on home and go about your business. You do not need to be having a conversation with this teenager whatsoever. Yeah. But she, yeah, the hoodie ninjas are are doubling. They're re, they're procreating every time we see them because <laughs> there's now four of them <laughs> who corner her in this in the shower room and they've got a what a tire iron. And again, we yeah. don't see what we don't see them actually like attack her. We just see her later yeah, in probably it's just the goriest.
0: Her, yeah, basically just crying and begging for her life. Yeah. And I also want to add the creepy music, too. It was almost like a weird lullaby type of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. As the, as the hoodies would, like, descend upon someone, you're like, oh, okay, so I guess this is how they die now. All right, this is, like, their little theme song. This creepy lullaby that sounds like a haunted house or something.
1: So... Robert's doing as he told. He's leaving. He's going out to his car. But then he sees the that first security guard, his flashlight on the ground with, like, blood all over it. So he's like, what the fuck? We are under attack. Oh, no. And so he runs back yeah. inside. <laughs> Principal lady calls Katie's mom, Robert's ex, and is like, you know, hey, there's been an incident here. Could you come pick Katie up? She says, Robert hit her. You know, she's fine, but... Like, can you just come get her? Because I have him to deal with and whatever. Just, you know, letting her know. And Katie is in the teacher's lounge sort of filling out like a report or a complaint, you know, whatever, filling out the details on paper of what the incident was between her and her father. But she hears stuff like, you know, so she kind of gets up and leaves it and never finishes it or or turn it in. And whether that's a change of heart on her part... Or just because you would think she would be like, I gotta get this turned in if she's so like,
0: like determined.
1: Yeah, she kind of seems like, I'm over this already. Like, I don't, I didn't think it would go this far that I have to fill out paperwork and actually like get him in trouble. I just wanted them like off my back for tonight so I can go to this concert and like, yeah, I could be it. And then she is it her or Robert? One of them finds the librarian's body up in the pipes, or maybe Um, we we just see it and nobody even finds it.
0: Oh, wait, I think because we just see her, yeah, we just. God, no one
1: even acknowledges that she died. That's so sad.
0: Yeah. I think no, we, we she,
1: just see her they, arm no, kind of hanging down with blood dripping off.
0: No one mentions her again. <laughs>
1: nope. And then the janitor gets got next.
0: Well, the janitor also kind of becomes a red herring. And, and then he starts to suspect that it was Katie. He's like, oh, I should have known. Oh, your dad's been saying the whole time. He's been right the whole time. And she's like, no, wait, no, it's not me. There's a guy like i think she thinks it's one guy maybe that's just going around killing people like i don't even think she realizes it's like multiple hoodies that are basically spawning <laughs> and just like ganging up on people
1: well yeah and the principal yeah the principal calls james again and is like hey robert said the phone lines are out and he's like yeah they are and she's like well okay shit i guess he's right about that and then she hears like Some breaking glass or something. She goes out in the hallway and a vending machine has been smashed open. And then she's looking through. It's all windows in the school. Looks into the next room where the janitor's, like, floor-waxing machine is just running on its own, (laughs) knocking tables over and stuff. And then he, like, slams up against the window, bleeding. He's got, like, a cutthroat or something. So Robert's right, but too late for her because now they're chasing her with a fire extinguisher. And they get her cornered in the office. And we, again, we don't, we... She's screaming, but we don't see what happens just yet. Yeah. Boy, we will, though. Yeah, Mm. we will. (laughs) Yeah, Katie's going to leave now. Her boyfriend is sitting in the car outside, and she sees a hoodie guy across the parking lot with, like, a box cutter who, like, runs at her. Charges at her. She she runs back into the school. Her boyfriend's just sitting there, (laughs) oblivious, listening to the radio. Yeah. Missed the whole thing. (laughs) So every time somebody, it's not, these people aren't locked in the school and trapped there. It's just every time they try to leave, they get lured back in somehow.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Robert calls the police from the, because he go or no, on his cell phone, he calls.
0: Yeah, on the cell phone.
1: Either his or maybe Katie's, if, if he doesn't have one either way. Calls the police to tell them what's going on. And they're like, yeah, yeah, here we go. Like, you called us like five times last week. Like, this is for emergencies only. He's like, no. Listen, it's real. So he's—it's a real boy who cried wolf. I'm tired of hearing from this guy and his teenage paranoia.
0: And meanwhile, the ex-wife is on her way, thinking she's going to pick up Katie and, you know, possibly talk to Robert and see what the hell happened and maybe, you know, work something out or something. Or.
1: Yeah, because when the so. principal called her, she wasn't like, oh, that fucking Robert, I knew it. She's like, that's impossible. He would never hit. Like, yeah, you're talking so she... crazy. Something else is going on here because yeah. that, he wouldn't do that. So she hasn't completely given up on him as a, as a person, I guess. Maybe as a husband, yeah. but not as a human. Then <laughs> the shop teacher finds... Because oh, the boyfriend Jake, Katie's boyfriend Jake, has wandered into the school now trying to see why she ran back inside. And he gets grabbed. And then the shop teacher... And the shop teacher, too, is like, you fucking kids, I'll fucking kill you. Like he's, and he doesn't yeah. know that there's killers in the school. He thinks there's just kids in there fucking around. And he's like, I'll fucking kill you. Like he's, yeah. Everyone hates these kids. He finds Katie's boyfriend, like, tied up with barbed wire. And some of it's, like, poking through his cheek. Yeah. Like, this is the first kind of real gore we get. And it's like, wow, that feels like a lot of work. For these yeah. ninja, hoodie ninjas to silently do with no one, like, Jake wasn't screaming the whole time? How did no one hear right. this? What's going on?
0: That, and they seem to move really fast, so it's like, are they are they doing this all fast, too? Or are they just obliterating, you know, like, really fucking people up, and what? then just going to the next person?
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess when there's six of them, you can spread out and whatever. But they're also, like, playing with these people, because they could have come in and just... Killed everybody in five minutes as you wanted to do, but they're really like staging the bodies for other people to find and really having a, a hoot. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets, the shop teacher gets, like, we don't see it or really even see the aftermath. It's pretty tame, but i'm he's getting like a welding torch to the face or something because we just sort of see his feet sticking in the frame and then like sparks shooting. But at this point, Robert and james's security guard are walking around the school because, well, because Katie. Katie was sort of being stalked by the hoodie guys and she stopped long enough to make she cuz her father told her a long time ago where all the cameras are and she knowing there's a camera in the art studio made like a sign that says help before like yeah. running off and hiding again and they saw that in the security booth Robert and James so they've gone to sort of investigate that and look for Katie and they come across the gym rat girl whose upper fucking jaw is missing like <laughs> her upper palate yeah. Like she has her bottom jaw and then like but from the eyes down is just like a sloppy mess of nothing
0: yeah like we don't really know like what the hell they did to her did they stomp her face in like what the fuck did they do and then you see like her torso is all slashed up i'm guessing with a box cutter but i feel like that's the most gore that we've seen this whole time and i was like oh fuck, okay It almost reminded me of um, the girl in Cabin Fever, whose, like, face was practically, like, falling off, you know? That's what it really reminded me of. And then more blood, and then part of her cheek not even there.
1: Yeah, it's super gory, and it's, like, (laughs) in a way that I was like, wow, this movie was so mellow up until now. Well, I guess (laughs) we skipped. We forgot that Robert found the principal dead. He went to talk to her. Yeah, we did. And sort of spins her chair around and kind of we don't see much of it but you you get the impression that her face has been caved in by this fire extinguisher yeah so there was that but this that wasn't nearly as sort of gross as as this this is
0: because
1: this is like a close-up lingering like oh that girl's face is just demolished but she's still alive she's crawling along the floor yeah Yeah, they cut up her back like i think did they maybe i saw it wrong but did it look, look like maybe they carved the word slut into her back with the box I don't covering, know, maybe... I couldn't
0: really tell what they carved like into but... I just, yeah, I just knew that she was carved up, and I couldn't believe that she was still alive. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and then I was scared that, um, you know, since the cops got called and everything, that the cops were going to show up, and then Robert would be, you know, apprehended, and be charged with the crime and everything because he's already got this track record.
1: That's where so. I thought it was going <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as well. <laughs> Which would be kind of an interesting thing. Like, yeah, we know this guy calls us all the time. He's a paranoid freak. He's, he's gotten in altercations with students before. And now there's like, this guy just went postal at his school. Like,
0: yeah.
1: And if he gets shot or arrested or something, like, yeah, that would have been an interesting. But though I like the ending that this has. And we'll, we'll, we're coming yeah, up on it. it
0: kind of kind of leaves it a little bit open-ended a little
1: robert and the security guard started getting chased by the hoodie gang and the security guard james is a younger guy he's got his whole life ahead of him <laughs> so he's a bit of a coward because yeah. he locks robert he's like fuck this and locks yeah. the door behind him and locks robert in the room with one of these guys so that he can get away doesn't work out for him because they still wind up getting them we don't see what happens to him but they corner him he, and
0: he gets his he gets his after dicking him over <clears throat>
1: And then, well, but also the the cops do arrive and are immediately dispatched. Yeah, like so easily. <laughs> and I know yeah, cops.
0: It's, it's like it's like they just strolled right over. They're like, okay, we're here already.
1: <laughs> I know the cops in England maybe perhaps aren't as well trained in warfare as our cops are, but like, yeah, yeah, they get, they get they get like one cop just gets pushed down the stairs by one of these hoodie guys and she's dead. Yeah, and then the oh, other head. one, I don't remember what happened to the other one, but they get him too. So now we're down to just... It's just Robert and Katie. They sort of meet up with each other and find each other. And she's hugging him and crying. So and obviously it's a desperate situation and things might be different in the cold light of day. But she's... Whatever <laughs> anger and and she had at him is, you know, she just wants her daddy at the moment. Because things are scary and bad. Which yeah. you know, makes sense. So perhaps there's room for reconciliation yet coming out of you know, this trial by fire, except that (laughs) the wrinkle. And I like the moral quandary that this ends on because one of the hoodie guys stabs Katie and she's bleeding out and Robert winds up killing. He gets on top of this guy and stabs the shit out of this one. And then they get away. He's putting her in the car. We got to get you to the hospital. And she looks across the parking lot, and she goes, Dad, there's a car. And he's like, so what? Who fucking cares? We need to get you to the yeah. hospital. And she's like, nope, but it's Mom's car. Because Mom has arrived and is wandering around the school now with these killers. She's the last one left in there, and they didn't know it. And he has to make the decision, and it's the, it's the end of the movie. It's the, last, it's the last thing. of like, She's like, go back in there and get Mom. And he's like, no, I have to get you to the hospital. And she says, if you do this, I will never forgive you. But he drives off and takes her to the hospital and leaves the ex-wife behind, presumably, to be murdered. Yeah. Not because he does not like the ex-wife, but he's doing what I i think the ex-wife would want him to do. <laughs> Despite yeah. the daughter's protestations, a, par- a good parent is going to put their kid before themselves. And I think if the mom had to make the decision, me or her, she'd say, yeah, get her to the hospital. So he's right. doing the right thing, but it's going to... He's going to come out of this with nothing, because his ex-wife's going to be murdered. <laughs> his school is yeah. murdered. Who knows? Maybe he will wind up getting blamed for some of this, because it's... Well, I guess the one of the killers is in their dad, but they might take his body away.
0: Yeah. Who knows? And I, he like, might still
1: get blamed for it. But he's not going to have be able to reconcile with Katie, because now she's going to be furious with him forever that he let mom die. So it's a real interesting, emotionally intense moral quandary that ends this movie, which is not... A, not a lot of movies in that way so i found that pretty entertaining and interesting and that's the end of the movie go ahead with the yeah movie. and i
0: and i did like how katie fell on her feet too she thought to make the sign just in case there was even one part where uh she fights back with the fire extinguisher and she sprays one of the hoodies with the fire extinguisher to like kind of buy her some time and like run away so i thought that was cool And, yeah, and I did like how Robert had his hero moment of, like, okay, this is really going to redeem me now. i got to protect my daughter, so I'm going to kill this fucker, because he's trying to kill my daughter. So, you know, he ends up redeeming himself after everything he's gone through. But at the same time, I was kind of like, yeah, you should have fucking listened to him the first time. (laughs) Then we wouldn't have all these dead bodies, but, you know...
1: yeah and uh and that's the expelled uh not not bad i i mean i have some questions there's some things you know i think they could have taken an extra 10 minutes yeah. you know since it was already so short and maybe expanded on some things and fleshed some things out but yeah i, I didn't an enjoyable enough movie yeah, i think and
0: I, I did like the character arc that robert went through being at his lowest point and then still comes out unscathed for the most part and he saves his daughter so, I really like that.
1: Yeah, and at the cost of his relationship with his daughter. So, that's kind of even more heroic that he's making, you know, that hard decision on her behalf rather than for himself. Yeah. Not, not, not too shabby at all. Uh, it's that time of the episode where I press the magic button see what next week's movie, chosen completely at random from everything streaming will be. Pressing the magic button now. Next week's movie is... What is this? Pure... Oh, it's one of the okay. It's one of those Hulu Into the Dark ooh, movies, okay. Which I've seen three or four of with uh, um, moderate results usually, but yeah. um, <laughs> I haven't seen this one. Yeah, pure.
0: I think that might be kind of a kind of like a midsummer.
1: That's kind of what the picture looks like. It looks like it's about oh, it's about like purity balls and purity cultures and oh, well that's. Certainly a. That'll
0: be interesting.
1: A creepy fucking topic. Yeah. <laughs> before you even add any supernatural anything to it, that's already fucked up and weird. So, uh, yeah. So on Hulu, obviously for everyone, that's your homework. Yeah. Pure on Hulu. It's one of those Hulu Into the Dark movies, of which there are many. And uh, that's next week. So that should be fun. Thank you, ma'am, for joining me once again. Where can people find you. you and your show and? All things that horror witch
0: (laughs) you can find me on instagram uh that underscore horror underscore witch and you can find me on the slasher app under the same name and you can find my podcast anywhere you get your podcasts and uh yeah it was a fun time yeah
1: (laughs) i enjoy it and i think you would too so go and check all of that out i am at Lambert 78 on twitter the show is at that's a random p2 uh what else let's see some form or other of that's so random that's a random podcast or that's a random pod on slasher hive mastodon tiktok all those places email for the show is that's a random pod at gmail.com artwork for the show by joe humphrey who is at mr joe humphrey on twitter and slasher and i think that's it All right, we did it. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Yes, thank you for spending some time with me again. That will do it for this week. On behalf of myself and Christy, Uh, have a good week, everybody, and we'll see you back here next week for one more time. Pure, maybe it's Hulu's Into the Dark colon Pure, whatever. Pure on Hulu, (laughs) which is a movie and not an episode of a TV show. Sometimes they like to say that 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 Into the Dark is a TV show and that the movies are episodes of. I don't buy that. They're each a different movie. no. No, each a different perhaps. movie by a different director and writer and different, you know what I mean? like.
0: Yeah, forget. it's not like they're all put together like uh, The Crypt, like Tales from the Crypt. They yeah, usually... or even
1: American Horror Story or something. Like each one, like they come out like a month apart from each other. Like it's not a TV yeah. show. Stop it. It's a movie. And yeah. that's our movie for next week, Pure. Thanks everybody and we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.